Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, it is now 2 p.m. on Saturday, June 11th, and you are listening to Journey into Passion with me, Anika S., on the Everyday Folks Radio Blog Network. I am so excited to be a part of this network, and I thank you, thank Dr. Billy Jones for this amazing opportunity. You can hear Billy interview some incredible people on his show, BJ Speaks, on Everyday Folks Radio every Sunday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. BJ Speaks will be, re- be returning in two weeks on June 26th after Billy takes some time off to spend with his family. Please make sure to tune in at that time. Also, please make sure to tune in to Everyday Folks Radio's newest show, A Daily Dose of K-Pop, which debuted on June the 3rd. This show provides an interesting look into Korean pop culture. You don't want to miss this exciting ne- next episode, which will air on June 17th at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. A special thank you to the South Florida Writers Association. Billy and our friend and colleague, Leslie, and I had a great time meeting everyone this past Saturday. I appreciated the warm hospitality and meeting other writers that are serious about the art of writing. I look forward to joining this association. And now for my grateful moment. This is a new segment of mine. I want to tell you about the amazing event that I will be attending this evening. This is an amazing day for me because I will be honored at a distinction awards ceremony, which will be hosted by the beta chapter of the Lambda Omicron Delta Sorority Incorporated and Mu Omicron Delta Fraternity Incorporated of Miami, Florida. I will be given the award for the 2016 Distinction Star Award in this category of leadership and innovation. I will then be inducted into the Distinction Society's Lambda Omicron Delta Sorority Incorporated as an an honorary honorary member. I am humbled by this award, and I thank Dr. Billy Jones for nominating me. I also thank the the Beta Chapter for this wonderful distinction. Now on on to today's show. Today we will be we will talk about experiencing and overcoming huge obstacles using those experiences to pursue your passion. I am so excited to have my first interview with my sister friend, Nabandia Shay Shepherd-Hood, who, whom we affectionately call Shay. Shay is a warrior who has battled a life-threatening illness and excruciating treatment while being a wife and a mother to three amazing children. I know you will be inspired and encouraged by her courageous story. If you would like to speak to Shay or myself, 
please call 347-539-5372 or email me at anikapassionjourney at gmail.com. That is A-N-I-K-A passionjourney at gmail.com. Also, make sure you stay tuned to the end of the show because I will have a special announcement for you. Okay, let's start the show. Shay, welcome to the show, and thank you for for joining me today. Hi, thanks for having me. Thank you. Can you hear me? All right. Yes, I can. Now, I I just want to get right into it because you have such an amazing story. Please tell us about the life-threatening illness that changed your life. Well, I think the um, first thing I want to say is thank you for having me on your show. I really appreciate um, you giving me the opportunity to even tell my story, but I also appreciate the opportunity to support you and your new show. Um, As far as my story goes, I found out in 2014 that I I had a life-threatening stage 3 cancer. And um, at the time, I didn't have any symptoms. I was really just going to the doctor for something else. And um, I went in thinking that I was just going for a simple routine doctor's visit, and I came out finding out that um, I had 17 tumors in my bladder. I found out um, wow. shortly and then right after that, I, um, I found out on a Thursday. On Monday, which was my birthday, I had my first of six surgeries. And um, during that surgery, they were going into my bladder, which is where they found it first, and um, they went to remove those tumors. When they went in, they found out that I had an even larger tumor, which was causing the metastasis, and um, it was in my kidney. So at that point, point, um, I had to have my kidney removed, so once I had my kidney removed, um, it really just spiraled a whole lifestyle change because um, I had been dealing with some things before that as far as having had high blood pressure. Um, I had found out that I was pre-diabetic. I, I hadn't quite made it to being diabetic, but I was the heaviest of my life at the time. So I was taking on these other illnesses. And so once I was diagnosed with cancer, then I kind of decided I wanted to fight. I wanted to make sure that I lived to raise my own children, to um, live out my life and to get beyond it. There were people in my life and my family who were also dealing with cancer at the time, and I just decided that I wanted to heal my body. And they had offered me chemo at the time, one of the strongest chemos, and I decided that I wasn't going to take it that I wanted to um, go a different route. So I did end up having chemo, but I didn't have what they told me that I was supposed to have, and I decided that I would go vegan at the time. And from that, I just started to heal my body, and I started to reverse things. So I went from having a blood pressure that was 161 over 120 to having a normal blood pressure that was 118 over 72. So... um, On top of that, I went from having stage 3 cancer. They had told me they were going to take out my bladder. They had told me that I was going to um, have chemo for the rest of my life and that if they couldn't get it because it had already metastasized, that I was looking at just a few years to live, if anything. But um, now I'm cancer-free completely, um, and I've reversed all of that. I've lost over, at this point, I've lost over 80 pounds. And I'm just working to keep 
keep it going and to um, stay healthy and help others to um, get through chronic illness as well. That is amazing. Now, as a wife and mother of three, how did you get through that period in your life? The biggest thing um, I would say was support. Um, I have Mm -hmm. an amazing support system. Uh, My family, everyone rallied around me, family, friends, just everyone got together and decided that um, they were going to help me fight. And I had to learn what faith was. I think that was the biggest thing that helped me was I had to believe that I could do it. The biggest problem with being diagnosed with cancer is you hear all the horror stories. You hear everything about how people die, about how chemo makes it worse. And I know that chemo helps a lot of people, but in all honesty, a lot of people die from it. So one of the biggest issues that you have is um, battling mentally, how do I get past this? And I had a lot of people around me who told me I could do it. They they told me they were on it with me. I can't tell you how many people said, whatever you do, I'm going to do with you. We're with you. They were praying with me. They were believing in me. And um, they were pushing me beyond. In the beginning, I knew that I wanted to do it, but I needed to build my faith. And so they rallied around me, and they let me know that I could do it, that God was a healer, and that he would help me no matter what. And I had to learn to believe that and really hold that in, and he did. And I think that more than anything, having the faith to know that God had a bigger purpose and that there was something that was to come out of it more so than death. And that pushed me further than anything. And it gave me the wind beneath my wings because it's ugly. It is an ugly disease. It is an ugly road to treatment. And um, you have to be able to pull on things stronger than yourself, and you have to know where your strength comes from, and that's what I had to do. Awesome. Amen. That is awesome. Well, we already have a caller, so I'm going to bring that caller right on in. Hold on one moment. Caller, are you there with us? I think we lost our caller, and... Shay, I think we might have lost you, so if you would just give us a call back in. I'm not sure what happened on that, but if you could just give us a call back um, so we can get you back on the line. You are listening to Journey into Passion with Anika S. on the Everyday Folks Radio Network, and I am speaking to uh, Shay, who is is giving her amazing, incredible story on uh, battling cancer and how she has overcome this through healthy, health, healthy living and a, health, a new healthy lifestyle. So um, hoping that Shay will give us a call back. I do apologize for losing her. So Shay, if you, if you can hear me, if you can just give me a call back, I would greatly appreciate it. But um, in the meantime, while we are, while we are waiting for that, um, one of the things I want you to know about Shay is that she is just a warrior. She is an incredible person that that you definitely want to know, and I do believe that she, this is her. Shay, do we have you back? Shay, do we have you back? I'm here. Can you hear me? Oh, awesome. Thank you so much. You know what? Call it the, the first time. This is the first time I'm actually working the boards on my own, so I do apologize. I apologize for the caller that I think I just missed. Um, caller, if you would do me a favor and just email, send your email to AnikePassionJourney at gmail.com. 
um, so that I don't lose you because I do want to make sure that I get your question or comment in. So that is A-N-I-K-A, passionjourney, at gmail.com. I do appreciate do appreciate you uh, tuning in, and I do hope that uh, we hear we hear from you very soon. So, thank you for thank you for coming back in, Shay. The next question that I have for you: What advice do you have for anyone dealing with an illness, and what advice do you have for parents that are dealing with an illness, especially parents of young children? Well, I think the biggest advice I would give anyone, and the advice that I always give, is that you have the power to fight that you don't have to just accept it. When I first um, found out that I had high blood pressure, I was told I was going to be on medication for the rest of my life, that I couldn't come off of it. Um, when they told, when they diagnosed me with cancer, they said that I wouldn't, if I was able to get rid of it, that because I had something that's called transitional cell carcinoma, which means it's very aggressive, because of that, um, that I would be battling it for the rest of my life if I was lucky to get rid of the cells, that they would constantly come back. And so I would tell anybody that you can fight, that there are alternatives, that you don't have to settle just for medicine. When I found out that I needed to be on all these prescriptions, the first thing that they did was they gave me all these pills. I was taking nine pills a day, and I was like, this is crazy. Wow. And now I don't have to do that. And it's because I decided that we do have so many different alternatives. We do have things that we can turn to, but most people find it easier to just take the pills and just take the medicine and do nothing else. And you have to learn that your body needs certain things, that even as parents, it's our job to do the best that we can for our children. And so I've reversed even the things that I give them, the food that I give them. I've had to learn about the best things to eat, the best ways to feed them, how to cook food, and to offer them things that would actually help their body to grow and provide them with nutrients instead of just giving them snacks and processed foods all the time and allowing them to eat just anything because as parents, sometimes we kill our kids more than anything else by giving them stuff and by not pushing them to exercise and to take care of their body. And by the time they get to be adults, they don't know what to do. It's not a habit. And they just go and they find out all of these issues that they're now having that they could have prevented if they had just lived a healthy lifestyle. So I would tell anyone to push yourself, to get involved in things that heal your body. You have to take care of your temple. You have to pay homage to yourself first because if you don't, once you're gone, there's nothing left. And sometimes it's better to prevent it than to get rid of it. Wow, wow, wow. So you, you, you kind of touched on this, but I want you to, um, especially for those who are just tuning in, and um, let me just uh, make sure that you have, I don't know uh, what's going on with the phone lines, but if you can email me at anikpassionjourney at gmail.com, um, I'm definitely looking out for the emails. And um, we're speaking to, of course, the amazing Nabandia Shea Shepherd Hood. The next question I have for you is, how has your life changed since you were first diagnosed? I think the biggest way that my life changed is it gave me a different focus. Um, we, I've always been driven. I've always been a go-getter. But it gave me it gave me a drive that I hadn't right connected 
before I was always kind of connected to natural living and I would kind of dabble in diets. I think I've tried every diet possible. Um, I've always been involved in um, working out in some kind of capacity. I would go for a stretch and then not a stretch. But once I began to have these health issues and it got so serious that I had to do something about it, it totally changed the focus of my life. It changed my focus into understanding how much I have to take care of myself. And as I began to take care of myself and as I began to reverse the things that I had, I had done the damage, a lot of it. And in order to do that, a lot of other people were watching that, and I was very transparent about that journey. And in that transparency, people began to attach to me, and they began to ask me questions, and they began to say, how can you help me, and what can I do to join with you? And from that, it really kind of created a movement, and it kind of allowed me to step outside of myself and say that this was something that happened to me that wasn't just for me to get beyond it and go on with my life, but for me to have a testimony to show other people one, the power of God, but also the power of faith and and being able to push beyond things and go into your passion. And it became a passion for me now to help people and to help people reverse the damage that they've done to themselves and to get healthy and to do it not just short-term, but to do it for the rest of their lives. Wow. Now, you just gave me a a great segue to the next question that I have for you, which is what is your definition of passion? Now, my definition of passion is that burning feeling that you have that is God's road to what he's called you to do. And I think that you have people who have these hobbies and you have people who have these desires to do things, but there's always something that no matter what you do, you always go back to it. And that is what God has called us to. And so when you have your passion, it's that burning desire to do something, something it may be, whether it may be in the fitness world, whether it may be in sales, whether it may be in making things, whether it may be in reaching out to people, a job, a business, whatever it is, it gets to a point where you'll do anything to make it work. And that becomes your passion. That becomes that driving force because God gives you everything you need in order to get it done, and it starts to burn. It's this feeling that you have that you have to do something, and when you're doing it, it just grows. And I would call that passion. Excellent, excellent. Now, before we get into the the, the question of your group, I want to ask you this question. If you could speak to your 21-year-old self, on, on uh, how to handle the future that lies ahead. What would you say to that, that uh, 21-year-old um, about your, the future that, that you, that you, that's coming up and how, you, how you're going to handle it? Well, my 21-year-old self is very different than my 35-year-old self. And um, a lot of that is because my 21-year-old self was running to something, um i at 21 i was a rebel i was trying to do anything that i thought would make me happy would um be fun fun and more fun and so i would tell my 21 year old self don't lose yourself trying to find yourself because um that's a lot of what i did during that time i i think when you're lost and you don't know you're lost it's fine 
But when you're lost and you know that you're doing things against what you should be doing, you know there's another way, you know there's more that you should be doing, you know there's a different path and you're not taking it, you're choosing to stay lost, then it feels different. It burns more because you knew that you were out of place and out of pocket. And eventually you have to pay for that, and I paid for it. I paid for having lost myself and having to come back to myself. And so I would tell my 21-year-old self, the crazy Shay that she was, um, not to lose herself trying to find herself. Wow. Wow, that is powerful. That is powerful. So now let's get let's get into the, the new the new area in your life. You created a group called Get Fit Forever. Why did you choose that name and when did you create the group? Um, I created the group last year in June. And um I was kinda of tossing back and forth in what I wanted to do because things were happening so fast. Um it was once I started to be transparent about the journey that I was on and the more that I was reaching out to God and I was saying, you know, I knew that it wasn't just a physical attack on me, it was a spiritual attack. And so I had to fight it on both sides. And when that started happening, I realized that there was more and more and it was more and more and more and more happening. And so I started to write things down and I started to kind of piece it together and I was talking to people and and I knew that with everyone reaching to me and with with me reaching out that I needed to become a beacon for this movement to help people get healthy and to help people choose a lifestyle, not just a diet and not just a fitness plan or not just a workout to get to the summer or get to the winter, but that I would really be able to help people to get through chronic illness and to get through the major tough issues that most people either don't bounce back from or they die from. And so the more that I was digging into that and the more that I was becoming successful in my own journey, I started to say I want to help people. Like I want to, I want to give more and I want to give more. And I decided, you know, I want people to not just get fit but to get fit forever and that people would be on this lifestyle change and not just picking up small habits that really don't take you anywhere. Because in all honesty, if you don't change your lifestyle, whatever you are doing is going to come back eventually. You're going to keep going through the same cycle. And so then I just decided to step out and to step out into something that would become a movement and that it would be something that would be an alternative to what else was out there because you can find a workout plan just about anywhere and you can find a diet plan just about anywhere, but you don't really find a support group for people who are really trying to change their life on the inside and on the outside, that they're really trying to reverse the damage that they've done. Most people just want to look better and they want to get in a bikini, but a lot of people don't really want to change and reverse the issues and the damage that they've caused. And so, in doing that, I decided to uh, open up a Facebook group. And once I decided to open up Get Fit Forever, we had five people. And um, I just started saying, okay, well, who do I know and who's been asking? And the more that I started to branch out, it went from five members to now it's over a 1,000. 
So um, it's growing, and I'm really proud of that. But I know that it's not just me. I know that, you know, people, no matter where you are in your life, everybody needs to address taking care of themselves, and everyone needs to understand how to not just take care of looking good but feeling good and being good within their soul as well as within their body. That is amazing. That is amazing. Now, I know that um, your diagnosis actually helped you could contribute to the idea of creating this group. Can you explain that a little bit further? I kind of lost you there. Say it again. I'm sorry. The the um, the cancer diagnosis. I know that that was a, a contributor to you creating this group. Can you tell us tell us a little bit more about that? Um. Yes. Actually. Um. Once I started to, once I started to go through treatment, because um, one of the biggest things is that they found the cancer in my bladder, but that was a metastasis from a huge tumor that I had in my kidney. So the time between when they took out the the cancer in my bladder to when they took out the cancer that was in my kidney, the cancer that was in my kidney was still firing cells throughout my body. And so I had a recurrence. They found the cancer again. And so I had to have more surgery to get rid of it. And as I was doing that, and, and I went into a huge fight at that point to um, to just for my life, really. And going through that, that transparent journey, people were saying, you're doing something that a lot of people don't do. They don't not only do a lot of people not fight as hard as you're fighting, but they don't fight the way that you're fighting, and then they don't have the same stories. You do, you hear success stories, but you don't hear of a lot of people that when they have those success stories, they reach out to everyone else on how they did it and saying to them, you know, I'm with you, let's do it together, and, you know, you can fight and that you should fight and you've got to fight. And so once I started doing that, just because I wanted to help people and I wanted them to see what was going on with me and how I was changing just my diagnosis. I mean, I was so happy of how God was really helping me and how I was turning things around that I was like, I, this is now something that I need to do for everyone else, that I need to help them to also jump on this road and to know that you don't have to kill yourself because you should fight. When you... When you, I was talking to my mom, and we were talking about chemo, and I'm not a doctor, so I will never tell anyone medical advice, but I do say to people all the time, because I'm actually a part of a, a cancer support group, and I tell them all the time that you have to have an A and you have to have a B. The A is the doctor is going to tell you what you need to do, and usually that's going to be chemo. But you have to heal your body, too, because chemo doesn't just kill your bad cells. It kills the good ones, too. So a lot of people, they die from the chemo. It's not even so much the cancer, but it's the drugs, and it's the way that the chemo kills your body. So you have the responsibility, if you really want to fight, to infuse your body. And so teaching people and understanding, even for myself, how to infuse your body and helping people to understand that you can fight and that you should fight and that you have to find the strength within yourself was really the catalyst for saying, I'm going to make this group and I want this group to be a support because when you're going through cancer, if you don't have a support group, that makes it even harder. 
And so Get Fit Forever is more than just advice. It's more than just a, a plan to healthiness, but it's support. It's everyone pushing each other. It's everyone saying you can do it. It's everyone saying I did this and now you can too. And from that, it made me understand that there was a deeper calling than to just say you can do it. And so that's really the catalyst for how I got to Get Fit Forever. That is awesome. And I, I know being a part of this group, I have really enjoyed seeing the, the stories of others and being encouraged. It's a wonderful group. I'm so glad you started it. It's really, really awesome. Um, now, what have you learned about yourself during the past two years of this, since the diagnosis and everything that you've been going through? What have you learned about yourself? Um, I've learned that I'm stronger than I thought I was. I I think that um I always I've always had the kind of personality where I'm a leader and I tend to get in a group and just kind of become commanding in that group and I've always just been that person. But sometimes even in doing that you don't always see how strong you really are. It can be a part of your personality, but you don't always realize exactly the power that you have when you are involving yourself with other people. And I think now I realize just how strong I really am and just how much of a voice I really do have and the power that God has given me in order to bring what I want to do and what I need to do and what he's called me to do to pass. And so a lot of my life has changed, my spiritual life my relationship went through the roof because I needed God. I needed him to help me. I needed to to get to a place where I was laying down all the things in my life that didn't belong. Stress, just life happens to us all. And so I had to learn to let that stuff go and really kind of move into womanhood and transition into purpose in just a different way. And that's what I had to learn was how to come true to myself and how to grow and live in my own personal strength. And that, you know, I, in the forefront, you know, um, a lot of my family members can attest to the fact that in the forefront, you know, I would tell everybody like, I'm okay, I'm okay. But in the background, I'd be breaking apart. And I'd be like, oh, my God, I'm, how am I going to get through this? And what am I going to do? And, and, oh, my goodness, why is this me? And I had to learn that God had a purpose and that he would carry me through it and that if I trusted him and I trusted his power in my life and his anointing on my life, that I would get beyond it. And that, I think, is what I learned most is that God has me and that he has a purpose for me. Amen. Awesome. What other changes have you made in your life besides getting healthy? Um, besides getting healthy, um, I'm now transitioning as far as career goes. Before, I was really focused on um, I've always been in sales and marketing and management, and now I'm actually I've kind of turned done a total total change into um, working towards becoming a registered dietitian and um, into going full-fledged into um, fitness and 
exercise, and natural living as a career. So I really focused a lot on that and um, really just focused a lot on just becoming a better me. The biggest thing that I think happened is I grew in God and I grew in my spiritual relationship as far as where I needed to be because I was so off the path that I needed to be pulled in. And in these last two years, that's what happened. I pulled in. I pulled in as far as not just getting healthy, but as far as what's the next step in my life, as far as moving forward as a mom. um, I'm a big advocate for what I do with my kids and um, really getting them where they need to be as far as the different directions that they're in because one is two, so that's one set of set of rules as a parent, and then one is nine, and he's another set, and then my 13-year-old, he's a total different set, and they're all different personalities, and really kind of learning them has been a big part of my last two years as well is really just helping to push them as well. So all of it has made me these two years. Um, in the process of being sick, I also learned that my middle son was diagnosed with being autistic. And so I've also um, had to learn that, and I've had to learn how to help him and how to deal with getting him to the best place of his own personal healing and where he belongs and how to get the support that he needs and how to also get the message out about um, kids that have special needs. So through this time, I've had to transition into different things that is just making me stronger all the way around. Awesome. Okay, now we have another caller coming in, and we are going to hope that they can join us. Let's see. Caller, are you on the air? Do we have the other caller on the air? Okay, we are going to try... Hello, hello, hello. Oh, oh excellent, excellent. Hello, caller. Oh, Thank you so much for tuning in. They got me on the air. Hello, ladies. Hello, everyone. Hello. This is Sky High, Mr. Ridge. I have been tuned hey. in the whole time listening to this show. I am, I am very intrigued. So I just want to let you know we are all tuned in over. Here. I got a couple of friends listening in. So, you know, um, just just want to uh, just let you all know we're listening out here. You know, listening with y'all got going excellent. on. <laughs> Okay. Well, thank you very much for your support. We appreciate it. Definitely, definitely. Now, y'all keep it going, man. So we, you know, y'all got our support and uh, all the information, everything, Shay, you all to talk about. It was some good insight, and uh, just keep us posted on when y'all when y'all got these shows going on. We keep tuning in. I'm so glad thank to know so that my brother, who <laughs> he will only hear me call him this one time in life, God high, I will never <laughs> call him that again. But. <laughs> I'm so glad to know that you kept your word and you stuck in and you tuned in. And so um, we are grateful to have the family on board. Right, right, definitely. I enjoyed the whole show, man. We just been tuned in. I was just waiting to the end of the call, but we've been tuned in. So keep it going, and you got our support. You already know. Much love to both of y'all. Thank Thank you you so much. All All right. That is awesome, Shay. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Shay, you still with me? Yes, and he, I'm here, oh, and he's got his own movement going, so hopefully he'll be in one of your future shows. Yes, yes, I'm so excited. I'm, I'm excited to hear about that. 
All right. Well, you know what? I can't believe it. We are down to our last nine minutes. This is <laughs> this show has flown by. I am so glad that you that you decided to do this, and I really appreciate it. And I'm going to give you. Let's see. I have one more question for you. And you kind of touched on it, but what what else is next for you? Well, I think the biggest thing for me now is expanding the brand and the movement. It is um, expanding into getting the website out, um, having people have the ability to um, actually put in their own personal information and receive a plan that works specifically for them, not just some generic plan that they can go buy for $50 and um, it's the same thing you get from everywhere, but something that will really kind of help them specifically and um, give them the ability to be reached where they are and help them to get to their goal. And um, I have a deep conviction for helping people to get through chronic illness. So I'm working right now through the certifications and the necessary um, credentials to be able to do that to be able to um, help people not just lose weight. I'm really big on not just losing weight, not just getting into a bikini. We talk about it all the time. It's motivation. But really the goal is to do it for a lifetime and to get to a point where you see the change in yourself and you see what your body really can do. We really never reach our full potential as far as um, what our bodies can really do. So the next step for me is really helping people to see what their bodies can do, to see how they can reverse the damage. A lot of people will say um, it's in your genetics. Well, it might be, but you can change that and you can fight against it. And a lot of times it's a cycle. You eat the same way, you have the same habits as what was taught to you, and so you have to recondition yourself. And so it's teaching people how to recondition themselves, how to fight through it and be committed to a lifestyle that they can live with. Because it's really once you once you decide that I'm going to be healthy, it doesn't tie you to eating trees and roots all day, but it just teaches you how to heal your body and how to um, give your body what it needs to live for a lifetime and not die young and teach your kids how to live for a lifetime and teach your kids how to be healthy. We have we have such a high mortality rate just in children, just in childhood obesity and just the things that we are now teaching to our kids, helping people and setting up programs for um, future camps to be able to um, have a place during the summer where kids can come and be active and help them in their training. And so while they're training for different sports and while they're while they're going through the summer, they'll be, they'll be able to also be involved in things that will help them to get fit as well. So um, also helping other cancer patients. So that's also, as I touched on earlier, I'm also a part of a cancer support group. And so we are working on something where I'm working on with a group of friends, and it's called Sandy's Pink Miracle. And basically what it's doing is we are giving care packages and services to people who have been diagnosed with cancer, but they don't have the support. And so what what we're doing with them is through a lot of coupons, Um, services and through a lot of donations is helping them to be able to get through it with support, not just prayer, not just words, but actually helping to provide them with either gas cards or rides to appointments or essentials, non-perishables, and being able to um, help them get through it 
in a tangible way. So there's a lot of things coming down the pipeline, um, merchandise as well that people will be able to buy on the website that says Get Fit Forever so they won't just be doing the part, but they'll look the part as well. Wow. I am. I was always impressed with you, but after today's interview and learning more about what you're doing, I I am more impressed than ever. You are one amazing woman, and I thank you so much for taking the time to spend with me today. This has been an amazing interview. I appreciate you sticking with me through all the little technical difficulties that we've been having, and I want to thank, thank everybody you for who having tuning me. in. Thank, thank you for you, having me. You, I do you. want to say that there are people who've been, I've been getting text messages the whole time I've been on here, people who've been logging in and getting logged out. So I want to thank oh, no. everyone who continued through it. And um, I'm not sure how many people were actually able to get in and not get in, but um, people who really wanted to help support the show as well, but they weren't actually able to. So I just want to thank everybody for supporting you because I'm very proud of you as well. And And knowing oh. that I had a conversation with you, and a lot of people, they do things for the business side. They want to help people because they want to make money. And I actually had to tell you, no, you need to make money because you were so geared <laughs> to helping people that you wanted to just serve people and not really, I mean, I know in the back of your mind it was a business, but really just telling yourself that, you know, I wanted to help people. You had such a passion for helping people, and so I definitely wanted to support you, and I definitely wanted to um, ask other people to help support you as well because what you're doing is also wonderful and helping people to get their passions out because a lot of people, they don't have that push. They don't know where to go. They know they want to open a business. They know they want to do things. They have no idea how. They have no catalyst. They have no voice, and so by you giving people a voice on your show, I think that's amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much. Wow, we are down to our last three minutes and 18 seconds. So I am going to wrap things up and thank Nabandia Shea Shepherd once again. Hood, thank, thank you so much once again for uh, coming on the show today. And if you want to know, I have a lot of, more, a lot of things coming up for future shows, so please co- visit my website at anikamadison.com. That's A-N-I-K-A-M-A-D-I-S-O-N at at, uh, com, and you can see more information on my upcoming shows. And Shay will be back when I have my series on health and fitness. She's going to share some more exciting things. And make sure that you tune in for BJ Speaks. Uh, the BJ Speaks will be returning on June 26th at, 2 p.m., at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, so make sure that you tune in for that. And make sure you tune in on June 17th at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for a daily dose of pop, of K-pop, which is an interesting look into the Korean pop culture. Happy uh, early Father's Day to all the fathers, and a special happy Father's Day to my dad, who, along with my mom, Sylvia Madison, have become licensed ministers. So happy Father's Day to Joseph Madison, Minister Joseph Madison. I love you very much. You have been listening to Journey into Passion with me, Anika S., on Everyday Folks Radio Blog Network. If you have any questions about the show or want to share what you're doing or have questions for Shay, please email me at anikapassionjourney at gmail.com, and I will have the answers for you on your upcoming show and read your comments as well. I want to
I want to thank everybody for hanging in there with me through the technical difficulties and staying with me to to hear this extraordinary woman's journey. And I I look forward to having her back where she's going to share more. Thank you for taking the time to tune in with me today. Until next time, I want you to take care of yourself. I want you to follow your, follow your passion, continue your journey, and let me know what's going on at AnikeMadison.com. I definitely want to hear your journey. I want to hear your experiences. And I have something else coming up very soon. So please go to my website, AnikeMadison.com, to find out the exciting new things that I have coming up next. Until then, until next time, you have been listening to AnikeS journey into passion. Have a great weekend, and I hope you experience great success on your journey into your own individual passions. Make sure that you tune in to my next show on June 25th at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'm going to have some new information for you. I'm going to have something exciting to say, and I'm going to give you a hint on it on my website at nekmadison.com. So make sure that you tune in. You ha- again, you have been listening to Journey into Passion with me, and EKS on the Everyday Folks Radio Blog Network. Have a great, great day. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.